Florals for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I... I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have s such doubts. <laughs> All right. Welcome. Episode 17 of Movie Time with uh, Anginari. We're back at it again on the Thursday episode with another Harry Potter review. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Um, <laughs> you're just, like, I'm just looking at me, grinning. Um, so before we get into that, uh, we're going to do another ranking uh, episode or ranking segment, I should say. Uh, last Thursday episode, we did our top five favorite movies and some honorable mentions. We talked a little bit about why we like those movies, obviously. Uh, but this uh, this time around, we're going to do a uh, top five male actors uh, and our favorite roles that you know that they're in. You know, their our favorite movies that they're in, basically. Um, it's ranked. Did you rank them yeah, this time? Yeah, I ranked them this time. <laughs> okay, it's I'm ranked. Ready. We're going to go five to one, and then we'll do some honorable mentions. Ariana, I'll let you go first. All right. For number five, I put James McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> I know who else is going to be on your list. Then, if that well, no. <laughs> um, and I put my favorite role for him as Atonement. Oh, yeah, that's very good. Don't shit on James McAvoy. I, just, He's a good I like actor. James McAvoy, but I would never put him on my like. I already know who's going to be on your fucking list, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I've got number five, Nicolas Cage. Are you kidding me? <laughs> National Treasure. He's okay. not a good actor, though. He is and he isn't. We've talked about this a lot off pod. <laughs> he's not a good and actor. He is and he isn't. Like, he's one of those actors where I just love him so much. He can be a shit actor in a shit movie, but he puts his all into it. He's passionate. I like it. I mean, I still love him. Uh, but he's my number five. I don't accept the. Terms I couldn't. I couldn't of this. make a. I couldn't make a list without him. All so. right. So number four. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, number four. I'm going. So this is not. This is heavily influenced by my recent watching. But I put Jude Law for number four, and I'm putting him for the third day, even though it's not a movie. Okay, violation of the rules. But <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know Jude Law. I yeah, like I'm putting them on there, it. okay? It's a fl it's a fluid list. We know that this is going to change. Like, if we ask from a year from now, we know it's going to be different. So, <sighs> okay, <laughs> yeah. That I mean, with all these lists, when we do them, like, basically, you have to know that it's probably going to change. On like, pretty much, I feel like monthly, I, I go through like a phase where I find a new actor that I like. So, mm -hmm. uh, my number four is. And I got to say, like, I'm not very happy with this list because I felt like I was leaving somebody yeah, out. Yeah, I felt like I was leaving But my number four is Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, I do love Philip Seymour Hoffman. He is incredible. Who... And he's good in other movies. I mean, he's fun. He's good in comedies. He's good. I mean, he's amazing in dramas. I still need to watch Capote. I mean, apparently I've never seen that, but that. I watched a late quartet and he was really excellent in that. Yeah, well. he's great. I mean, I love I love uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's my my number four. Okay, for number three, I have Lakeith Stanfield, and I put my role for my favorite role for him is Short Term Twelve, which is an excellent movie. It's kind of, that was like his first role. Lakeith, like I love Lakeith Stanfield, but he's a little too young in the career for me to add him. Well, you might have some issues list. with the late with my number one. Then. <laughs> oh no! Okay, um, 
this mine, could be this could also be i'm i'm encountering like i'm thinking about their future career as well so oh you're doing like potential yeah yeah i'm thinking about potential no nah, i'm not into that i like <laughs> i like a little okay. bit of i like the proven track record um three george clooney michael clayton um michael clayton's a great movie if you do need to watch anything for that movie go find the ending scene on youtube it's so good with between him and tilda swinton um i feel like my list is kind of basic but george clooney's just great he's he's he is a classic an icon gorgeous man too yeah i haven't seen michael clayton i should probably watch it's good that. it's very dialogue heavy like if you're gonna watch the movie be prepared to I don't mind dialogue well maybe not you but I'm talking about the general audience it's very dialogue heavy so just be All prepared right. for that uh, I have number two Jake Gyllenhaal favorite role prisoners obviously I knew that was good I actually thought about putting him on he's here. a top tier actor for yeah, me yeah he is so. he is Nightcrawler too yeah Nightcrawler he was excellent but yeah. I, I say prisoners is I almost want to give him role. Nightcrawler just because he literally carried that movie for me well, like yeah, if I were he, to put him on the list I just yeah I'm just considering because that's an ensemble cast in prisoners kind of yeah I mean, he, him and Hugh are like the major point, but like. But that was like my the first movie I watched to him where I was like, oh, he's someone I'm watching for. So he's on the watch list. Uh, my number two is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I knew um, that was coming. I didn't think you'd know that. I mean, I like him, but I I never really talked about him as being my favorite actor, and I have him tied for two movies: Revolutionary Road slash Django Unchained. Mm. Uh, I mean, Revolutionary Road. If you want to watch that movie, it's extremely depressing. Uh, but it's they have, him and Kate Winslet have some like intense scenes in that, and Django Unchained. I mean, everyone knows about his performance in that. Um, the scene where he like breaks the glass on his hand, not on purpose, and he just goes throughout the entire scene without stopping. I mean, he's incredible. Um, he's method. With <laughs> he's method. All right, that's my number two. Okay, my number one, which you're going to contest, and I like I said, I'm predicating this on future roles and also the fact that he's already made such a huge splash at such a young age and i'm picking timothy chalamet as my number one <laughs> i hate that pick i hate it i hate it i hate it <sighs> okay i haven't i haven't seen call me by your name but i have seen Lady Bird. i've seen uh, beautiful boy I've seen i put it i put for him, my favorite role for him is little women i loved him as and i've seen little women I, with you i mm. I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, it's your favorite actor. I'm not gonna contest it. It's like, it's whatever. It's a little bit number of number one. I would accept him being a number five on the list, but a number one. I mean, like I said, it's predicated on the moment, so All it's. Right. I'm thinking about his future as an actor. Timothée Chalamet, mm-hmm. number one for Ariana. My number one is Tom Hanks, Philadelphia. Oh, right. I actually uh, forgot about Tom Hanks. Love for a Tom Hanks. Philadelphia is <laughs> so good. I, I was thinking about putting Denzel on those list too, but like mm, Denzel doesn't really have a role for me where I'm like eh. John Q. <laughs> I love John Q. And I love Remember the Titans, but like he—it's not. He's like an honorable mention. But I thought about putting him on this. Should list. watch Fences. I haven't seen that yet. Fences. Isn't that yeah. with Viola Davis as well? He, yeah. Yeah. She yes, plays the yes, wife. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, so that's the list. I mean, honorable mentions. I've got the Tuchmeister, Stanley Tucci. Ooh. I've got Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I've got Michael Fassbender. Um, George Clooney, I put him on there. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, Edward Norton. Daniel Craig. I mean, have you seen Edward The Girl Norton's with the Dragon no, tattoo? I mean, I mean, that movie is sensational. He's great in that. So. I mean, he was great in Knives Out. He's, he's so funny. Charisma. Yeah, he's got. I mean, I like him. I just didn't think you'd put him on there. Who'd you say? Who else did you say? Uh, Edward, Edward Norton? Norton. Yeah. For what movie? 
I feel like there is a uh, you know what I'm thinking of Moonrise Kingdom. I, <laughs> I love him seen in Moonrise movie. Kingdom, and he's in obviously Fight Club. Like he's in American a lot History of prolific X. movies. Yeah, I don't think you've seen American History. I have seen. Oh, I've seen okay. parts of it. Yeah, yeah, it's an intense movie. Um, I've got Joe Pesci and Larry Liotta just because of Goodfellas. Uh, you know who else? I would actually say fitting for this episode. I would say Daniel Radcliffe has been in a lot of movies I really have liked. Daniel Radcliffe. I like him. Harry Potter. I'm surprised you didn't put Adam Driver on here. I was close to putting him on. I was close to putting him on. Oh, what about, oh, did I say Samuel Jackson already? No. Samuel Jackson, also, I put on. I mean, yeah, he's legendary. just in everything where I couldn't, I was trying to pick somebody who like, I just had a, a favorite role of theirs and like Samuel Jackson is in so much and he's great and everything that I couldn't like just nail down a role for him, but he's on the honorable mentions list. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's it for the favorite actors and the movies that we love them in. Uh, we're going to do next week, we're going to do actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're both called actors now, right? But one is just like female actors and male actors. I guess, actors. but yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing We're doing women. the old school terminology. But yeah, we're going to do actresses next week and then We should do people there, we knows? hate, I think, also. Oh, I we're definitely going to do a list hate. of yeah. that. We might incorporate that just to end every episode at some point. Ryan Murphy, number one. <laughs> He's uh, not an actor, though. He's on, well, I mean, must be stopped. That's the list of must be stopped. <laughs> yeah, he's just uh, a menace to society. Um, all right, but let's get into uh, our Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets review. Um, Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets, the film follows Harry Potter's second year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry as the heir of Salazar Slytherin opens the Chamber of Secrets, unleashing a monster that petrifies the school's students. It was the last film that featured Richard Harris, R.I.P., as Professor Whisper Dumbledore. Uh, <laughs> due to his death that same year, uh, principal photography began in November 2001, only three days after the release of the first film. Oh, damn. No time off. It was shot at Leaves Den Film Studios and uh, historic buildings around the United Kingdom, as well as on the Isle of Man. It's an interesting night. The Isle of Man. Um, filming concluded in July 2002. Released in theaters in the United Kingdom and the United States on November 15th, 2002. Became a critical and commercial success, grossing $879 million worldwide and becoming the second highest grossing film of uh, of 2002 behind Lord of the Rings and Two Towers. To be to make that much money and be mm-hmm. number two is just like... Top, well, Lord of, the Rings, Lord of the Rings is top. I mean, that's I mean, a great era for movies. For movies, you got the Harry Potter's coming out. You got Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, so yeah, let's get let's get into this review. So you start out, Harry's at the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. He's at home, you know, looking out the window, all pensive because uh, he's you know he, he's all sad that he's back at the Dursleys, not at Hogwarts. Um, and then of course, uh, so uh, Ver, Uncle Vernon comes mm-hmm. in and and. Uh, He's basically like, okay, we've got this this big night with like an important investor or some shit like that. Like, don't make any noise. Don't be a piece of shit. And I love that part of the scene. Well, first of all, their house is very tacky, mm-hmm. very disgusting. Uh, the not disgusting in like a gross way, but just not they're very gaudy and tacky and i like i always remember when i was younger like the scene where the dursleys are acting out what they're going to be doing like i will be at the door welcoming them <laughs> into our home and, and, and like i love that that scene um and then uh, harry goes back upstairs to his room and dobby's there <laughs> the C- the cgi holds up relatively well well yeah i mean we all like it's yeah it's the dobby that we know and think yeah. of so. i mean it looks good He's got an iconic voice, I yeah, think. Yeah, he does. He's a saggy scrotum. <laughs> okay, it's a little He's bit... just very gross a looking. explicit for our uh, listeners. Sorry to your ears. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was any kids listening to this. Um, <laughs> and then I just love when he just starts slamming his head against the chair. 
self-mutilating. I just wanted to note that I, I, th- I think like obviously Hedwig is like not a real owl. In this well, was there a couple points? No, but I just thought Hedwig is so cute. Like he's the cute. I mean, she's the cutest. She's little. cute, but like I think they're. I mean, they had a real. They owl. think they, they did, but owl. I feel like in the beginning it was oh, like there's, a stuffed one. Like, there's definitely when parts she where they was, have like, stuff. With Harry, I feel like it was a yeah. stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I love um, and then I was also thinking like when he's talking with. Dobby, I was wondering, I would love to see the behind the scenes of how Daniel Radcliffe was acting out these scenes with like a doll of Dobby. Like, yeah. I don't know. What was it, a that. doll? He was. Well, usually, like, I know I've seen like behind the scenes footage of like the Avengers or like when they have like the raccoon, ra- 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 Rocket the raccoon, and it's like literally just like a stuffed animal like sitting there. I don't know how they like put pipe in the voice or whatever, but mm-hmm. it would just be very interesting to see like a young kid doing well, this. I, I guess I just think about, uh, like how they did it for Lord of the Rings with, uh, what was his name, who plays Gollum? Go- Gollum oh, yeah. Andy. Oh, because he was like, he actually, was in the full suit. Yeah. yeah well, D- Dobby is like, I, mean, I don't think they could do that with Dobby. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I, I guess I just mistaken. assumed maybe, but yeah, I don't know how they. Maybe I'm I mean, mistaken. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe can really act if he's just acting with a. <laughs> well, the Gollum looks great for that era, too. Like, yeah, Gollum, Gollum is, we'll, really we'll, we'll get into yeah, uh, that in the future episodes, tangent, but, but Gollum is everything. Uh, and I and then Uncle Vernon like comes up to the room because Dobby's making a lot of noise. I just like the actor for uh, Mr. Dursley. What? I don't know. I like the actor uh, that Uncle plays Vernon? Him. Yeah, I think he does a good job. Yeah, he's, he's like, just very like he's unpleasant just to like look unhinged, at. Like his face yeah. is like, like, he's all squinty all he the can't time. Fo- like his eyes don't focus on anything. Yeah. So um, Dobby basically comes to Harry's to warn him that Tara... Terrible things are going to happen to him if he goes back to Hogwarts. He won't tell him why. Um, and he just kind of comes off as a real douchebag. I mean, he steals the letters from his fucking friends. <laughs> that I mean, was kind of funny. And, he flo- <laughs> and then when he's like floating the damn cake, he's like fucking smirking. He's just a piece of shit. Like, I was so annoyed. When- he's mischievous. <laughs> so, yeah, he floats the cake up in the air. And then I just thought it was so stupid how Harry like raised his hands up like that yeah. to make it look like he was casting I a think- spell. No, I think maybe he was trying well, to make it look like it wasn't casting a spell. Because he didn't have a wand. Because if I it thought, just fell on her head and no one was there, how would they explain that? Yeah, I guess. So I would have ran to... away. I would just been like, I'm, I'm upstairs. But he, they still would have thought it was him regardless. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so then after that, they decide to board up his window, which I never understand. Like, they never want him there, but yet they board up his window <laughs> so he can't leave. Like, they <laughs> get mad that the, yeah. that the Weasleys want to take him away. Um, so the Weasleys come to save him uh in the flying car that i hate that car i love the car i'm not gonna lie i love it it looks very cool the actual car (laughs) why don't you like it i don't know it's just so corny i (laughs) like it never comes back like like, why do they have a fucking flying car um it's a plot device so that he can get into hogwarts it flies to the it flies to the freaking it goes the forest yeah i know but that's what i mean it's just like a set piece like it's just i i think it looks i think again it looks good it holds up um, I think it's cool. Uh, so then the the Weasleys, Fred, George, and Ron break them out. Uh, they he see we see the burrow for the first time, like the extremely in quotations small house that the mm-hmm. Weasleys live in, which is pretty huge. Yeah, I like their um, house though; it's so cool. Yeah, we always like the house, but they like yeah they uh, talk about how like disgusting it is. Um, and again, like I think some some of the stuff hold, holds up, like the pot and pan cleaning itself, and like the. And the, uh, the I don't clock. know, like the, the crocheting. That's my favorite set, like piece in the movie is mm-hmm. like the clock that where it tells where everybody is. I actually had that written down. Um, and this is a uh, this is when we're introduced to Molly Weasley for the first time. Yeah. And this is um this is one of my like my favorite lines. Beds empty, no note, car gone. 
<laughs> Interesting that that really stuck with you. Um, and uh, then we get introduced to Mr. Weasley, who's wearing a very odd hat when he walks in. I was going to say, I love Mr. Weasley. Yeah. He's the best. I like Molly better than, than so, uh, yeah, they're both, Arthur. Yeah, but they're good. Them, they're both good. I like Arthur's him as actors. so cute. So uh, they have to go to Diagon Alley to uh, pick up supplies. And for some reason, when they go through the flu... Um, I don't know, was it flu? Yeah, the flu powder. powder. Yeah, he he. Uh, Harry goes. They like say it really clearly. He's diagonally. diagonally. <laughs> he goes diagonally. <laughs> but I don't understand like why he get him saying that. Like takes him basically in diagonally, but just like to the bad yeah, part. Yeah, but in that creepy yeah. little what's that store called? Uh, Burks and Bo- Burks. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Borgen and Burks. Yeah, oh, Borgen and yes. Burks. Okay. Um, so he gets transferred. It's basically a dark wizard shop. Hagrid finds him and gets him back to Diagon Alley. Um, and I was going to say the set design does not get like praised. I don't think we praise the set design in this movie enough. Like the store, the the Weasley's house, the obviously the set, the castles, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah, on the, set. The castles. Amazing. Um, is Malfoy getting like a little hot in this movie? Are you asking <laughs> if he's like when he's 12 years old? It's not 12. Hot? They're like 15. So that makes it better. All right. Don't. Whatever. I think he's getting a good looking in this. Like they Well, yeah, they're up. growing up. He looks a lot older than everybody else to me. Malfoy? I mean, honestly, right now Tom Felton looks like he's 40 when he's 33, so Yeah, he does. He, he, he's you, got you've a seen him on TikTok. He's on TikTok. Face. And he's not Yeah, he, he's still I think he's still good looking. It's more of um, Yeah, he's good looking, but he's also not. Like, he's got a weird look. Time. He's got a weird shaped head, and he also <laughs> thinks he's like a musician now. Maybe he is. He's okay. I listened to some of his stuff. Okay. Right. Um, and then this is when we're introduced to the star, Lucius. Talk about hot. <laughs> Lucius is everything. When he grabs Harry to like move back his hair with his cane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and before that, obviously, we we get introduced to Gilderoy Lockhart at the at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. So Gilderoy is like you know supposed to be super hot, like at least in the Wizarding world. Her, yeah. uh, Hermione's obsessed with him. Uh, Molly Weasley's obsessed with him. What do we think about Gilderoy? I feel like they kind of underplay. I know in the books they really hype up how much the women love him, and they they yeah. flash to it slightly in this movie, but they don't. Like Hermione really... has like a whole thing in the, in the yeah, books. Yeah, they don't really play it up that much. I Only think... Molly a little bit, but like not yeah. Hermione. Yeah, I think he's he's hot. <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't think he's hot. I'd I take just... Lucius over him, but so he's also a fucking savage, Lucius. The stuff he's saying, he's like to the kids, he's like. Red He's hair, bullying twelve year olds. Vacant expressions must be the Weasley. <laughs> yeah. Like, and also, did you take a look at the Weasleys? How they were literally covered in grime. Yeah, but I think that was from the flu powder, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think they're really trying to emphasize the fact that they're poor. Yeah, but I feel like that's weird because like Molly doesn't just like let them be dirty pigs. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Like, just because you're poor doesn't mean you. That's don't what have, I mean. It's a very. Bath. I'm sure J.K. Rowling really thought about that when she was writing her. <laughs> She's like when I was in my design. when I was working in the coffee shop writing the first book i was poor and i was dirty <laughs> <laughs> um so then after the diagon alley experience they go to king's king's cross station i just have to say this oh. this is random and non-related but oh. it comes up more in the books and the movies but percy's a corporate hack so <laughs> he is he's a fucking narc <laughs> He's a yeah. narc. He's a corporate. He's like a corporate loser. Wants the nine to five office job. Sells out his he's family. He's a prefect. Yeah, he's a. Pre- I'm a prefect. I'm head boy. Um, so they go to King's Cross Station. <laughs> <laughs> they go to King's Cross Station, and uh, Ron and Harry can't get into. What are you laughing? At? Oh, this scene is when they like crash into. <laughs> 
platform, he like completely smushed his headwig against the wall. <laughs> like I know it's fake, but he literally crashes his. <laughs> I didn't know. Crashes this. headwig into the wall. I was like, Hedwig? What about Hedwig? Yeah. Hedwig. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So they crash into the barrier because they can't get through. Um, and they basically are like, oh, well, we got this car that we can fly back. So they fly back. I think the scenery looked awesome when they were flying in the car. Like, yeah, to it was trace, fun chase scene. the train. Ron has some great facial expressions, I think. Like, when he's like upset or in trouble, he just has some very animated facial uh, expressions. Uh, but on their way to. Uh, Hogwarts, they expose themselves to muggles. Mm-hmm. Snape. That's what I mean. It's it's so it's so impractical. Like, why are you flying this car? But they're also twelve years old, yeah. so we have to remember that. Like, they're stupid. Like, they mm-hmm. don't understand like the the basics. So I think again, like Snape's office is very cool looking. Like, great set design. I love Snape. Um, yeah, Snape is so good. R.I.P. Um, in the books and in real life. Uh, and of course, they get hit by the Whomping Willow too, which yes, did not hold the Whomping Willow. The Whomping Willow yeah, looked kind of shitty. Kinda... Um, so they get detention. Uh, Dumbledore and McGonagall save them from from getting uh, expelled. And then I think we're into herbology class. Uh, I think this is the first time we're introduced to herbology. And Professor Sprout, which again, you think about these names. She, I, <laughs> Professor Sprout. Okay, is that the only one that's like super? I feel like she does it with like a lot of things, though. Like she Slug-horn. just picks like the. <laughs> Like very obvious names for um, things. Yeah, Sprout is definitely the only uh, the only one I can think of off the top of my head that's very like on the on the yeah. nose. Uh, but yeah, they they're doing the mandrakes and they're so fucking creepy. Yeah. crying ball sacks. Okay, um, your obsession with ball sacks in this episode. <laughs> uh, and that's a pretty pretty quick scene. I think it's just to tell you, hey, these are these are mandrakes. They're assaulting the mandrakes. Yeah, they're they're manhandling <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they we get uh, the howler letter. Uh, from Mrs. Weasley. Basically, it's a letter that yells at Ron in the middle of the Great Hall. And then we get the intro to Gildroy as the defense against the Dark Arts <laughs> teacher. I love. I do love Gildroy as like personality. Like the actor does a good job. Yeah. Did yeah, you, I like, like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, the scene is kind of like a nothing scene. Like nothing really happens other than to show you that he's like a fraud. They release the pixies in the class, which I hate. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Um, and there's just like no lesson at all. He's like, okay, hey guys. And then he releases... <laughs> No yeah, like and that's what I mean. I feel like he was a huge part of the books, and they kind of just—I like, don't know. Sometimes they feel like they, like I want to know. I know it's boring, but sometimes I want to know, like, what do they do, like, before they do the practicing? Like, do they like write some stuff down? Well, are they reading? Uh, what do they? Do they even say like why he was hired in the first place? Because no. you would think Dumbledore would absolutely know. I, he, maybe in the books they say that because like Quirrell died the year before, they couldn't find anybody. Oh. Okay, but everyone did it. think he did those things, except for the professors. Kind of. Yeah, I feel like Dumbledore would know. Yeah, I think it's probably because nobody wants the job after somebody died. Yeah. Um. So then we get to the first Quidditch practice. They're trying to get uh, practice, but they find out that uh, Malfoy has joined the team. They oh, get, and one of the things I forgot is a yeah. slug thing, which ew. we're getting to that right. Oh, now. is that before? No, this is right now. Oh, okay. Um, it's like kind of coincides with the Quidditch practice. So, uh. I think the Slytherins, they take over the practice field. Uh, Malfoy's dad buys them all new brooms. He's a new seeker. Flint is the ugliest kid I've ever seen. The one with the teeth? Yeah. Yeah, they the kids the worst, most disgusting Not to actor. be uh, classist because <laughs> dentistry is expensive, but man, he's got a mouthful of teeth. Yeah. Like, they're I mean, really hard not to look at. I mean, at. they gave Neville Longbottom fake yeah, teeth. Yeah, I wonder. I, I was like, I'm wondering if this but kid, what like, would be has the point fake of giving teeth? them fake Just to make him look teeth? detestable? I don't know. <laughs> no, he's a creep. Um, 
And then uh, Hermione's like, oh, they got in on their talent. You paid for it. And then uh, Malfoy calls her a mudblood. <laughs> Very bad word. Dirt blood. Uh, Ron tries to, his wand is broken, so he tries to uh, curse Malfoy, and then it go, backfires on him, and he pukes lugs. Pretty yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, pretty gross. And then I love how they're like, they're like, let's take him to, let's take him to Hagrid. <laughs> I mean, they take him to Hagrid instead of like the nurse. They go to Hagrid. He's like, I've got a bucket. <laughs> he's like, I love he's like, Hagrid. He's, he is very cuddly and reassuring. In this movie, he's the literally the best. Like he's so Hagrid, cute like Hermione's like crying about being a mudblood, and Hagrid's like, oh, you're so, you know, you're the best. You're so smart. Who cares? Um, but just the fact that he literally gets a bucket, he's like, whoops, we got to wait it out. Like, you're trying to tell me you couldn't, like, get a counter curse? You yeah. couldn't go to a I mean, well, yeah, they just didn't think. Maybe because they were afraid they were going to be in trouble. But, yeah, it's not, like, the best option to Very strange. Um, so then Hagrid, they show, we show Hagrid, or, excuse me, Harry's first attention. Celebrity is as celebrity does. That's what Gilder Lockhart says. They're doing, they're doing his <laughs> fan mail or whatever. And this is when Harry first hears something in the walls. Yeah. Kill. Blood. <laughs> Honestly, this movie's creepy. I'm surprised it's blood. PG. <laughs> um, so then we're in Transfiguration class, and they basically just ask her, "Hey, like, what's the Chamber of Secrets to McGonagall?" And she tells them, "Hey, yeah, it's the Salazar Slytherin created this chamber. I guess he he basically he he loved pure bloods, hated mud bloods." And, he's, and there's a rumor that this this chamber exists beneath all I find it so hard to believe that you're telling me none of these fucking people found that chamber. Well, they did. Well, 50 years ago, they did. Yeah, well, but I thought they said they, 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 they searched the school and they had never found the chamber. But it, they well, clearly knew it existed, but nobody though. else could speak Parseltongue to get down there. That's true, but... Mm. Um, so, then the crew... This was very, like... The fact how quickly they decided to make Polyjuice Potion was like the craziest thing. So they find the blood on the wall, obviously, um, and it's the heir of Slytherin is has returned to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. So they all, of course, think it's Malfoy. And they're like, oh, well, how are we supposed to find out? And Hermione's like, oh, well, why don't we make Polyjuice Potion immediately? Why don't we make Polyjuice Potion to turn into Crab and Goyle? Yeah. She didn't even have, she didn't even think about it for two seconds. He's like, oh yeah, this well is they had to. I mean, the movie's seven hours long. They had to, you know, <laughs> speed it up a little it bit. It is. It is seven hours long. Um, so they start a brewing month. the polyjuice potion. <laughs> I think uh, is this where we introduced to Moaning Myrtle? Oh no, not yet, not yet. We'll get to that. Um, so they uh, they had the first Quidditch Quidditch match. Which I thought was pretty. It was much, much of an upgrade. Wait, I I wrote Quidditch scenes are painfully bad. Really. <laughs> In this- I think the first movie they were really bad. I think in the second movie they were Did okay. You the scene where he's like, he's like calling. There's the three guys oh, and they go, hey. they go, they go, hey, and they go like all in unison. It's very hard to explain. Like you have to watch it. Well, we used to make fun of this scene, scene when we were so kid. funny when we were little. I did watch that and listen, and like I was laughing. But I think in terms of like if you compare it to the first one, they did like a lot of CGI Oliver Woods that were like clearly. Oh, uh, I wasn't paying attention that much on the first which, one, but this one I was like, oh, I hate watching. If you this. compare them, it's better, but they're still not great. Um, I think they like get away from Quidditch. I think where it really looks good is like the sixth movie. They do like a, the Quidditch tryouts. Yeah, with Ron, and, and they do. I like in the fourth when they do the. Oh, they well, do. I guess he's flying in that, but yeah. Are you talking? Oh, you're talking about for the dragon? Yeah, the dragon, and then the World Cup in the beginning. Um, so he breaks his arm. There's a rogue bludger, and it breaks his arm. That's and- a question I had. Is Dumbledore just like watching? Like, why doesn't he help with the rogue bludger? Maybe do something yeah, about it. Yeah, they really helpless. <laughs> uh, 
the it's staff, destroying the, the entire stadium. Oh yeah. Well, I think they have to manage it. They just fix it. Yeah, That's why I, I was thinking. I'm like, does anyone like care that this is destroying <laughs> the entire stadium? I'm like, well, I guess they just have magic to fix it. Um, he breaks his arm, and then Gildroy tries to fix it and gets rid of the bones in his arm. That was gross to look I, at. I had to like, I couldn't look at it. When he was like I, bending it his makes, arm back. It made me nauseous. Yeah, to it's think very about it. squeamish. It. Yeah. And I also like Harry as a Quidditch prospect, just a fucking trooper snagging that snitch through a broken arm. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, so then he's in the hospital. He's in the hospital uh, wing, and Dobby comes to visit him. Uh, and he finds out that Dobby causes the platform to mm-hmm. not open, and he sent the bludger. <laughs> Dobby warns him again uh, that he shouldn't be there, that something bad's going to happen. Colin Creevy gets petrified, the kid with the camera. Fucking Colin that kid. Creepy, more like. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, <laughs> then we get introduced to Moaning Myrtle in the bathroom. She looks 12 and 55 at the same she, time. If you look up her as an actress, she's like in her 40s i think so she was considerably so, oh, older than them so she was she's in her 40s so i mean definitely old. no she was way older than them yeah she's old i i actually hate i hate those scenes okay so is it just me or does boning myrtle's voice like tear on the edge of like a porn star voice she does like this <laughs> well she is like weirdly like, like sexual all the yeah. time oh yeah um she wants to rape harry she basically violates yeah she basically yeah. violates everyone's privacy in the <laughs> she's a she's like a real like louis ck um but yeah i hate her voice she does like this kind of baby speak that yeah. is kind of like sexual i don't know i just hate mm. i hate her so much i just want her to die again like yeah. i want her <laughs> to die yeah so, so then we cut to the dueling class which i love yeah, the that's scene a great as scene. a kid this is my favorite fucking scene um Lockhart has a great wardrobe. In I know. This movie. I was looking at him. He looked very. He really fleshy. does. I remember, like, a, a, I think in the trailers when I was this movie's coming out, scared Potter, you wish that was <laughs> that was huge. Um, and then uh, him and Malfoy, Harry and Malfoy battle. For some reason, Malfoy thinks it's going to be a great, uh, char- uh, great curse to send a snake yeah, out like, to like attack. The, I mean, it's just Harry. a snake lying in the yeah. middle of the table. <laughs> it doesn't really like go towards Harry at all. Yeah. So then, this is when uh, Harry speaks Parseltongue for the first time. I hate Justin Finch Fletchley, that kid, the one who he thinks is egging. Yeah, egging the, the snake, snake on. on to like attack him, but he was telling him not to attack him. Uh, I think after this, we find out that Justin is petrified and nearly headless Nick. Uh, get petrified they're yeah. the next victims hate ne- nearly headless nick I just <laughs> okay i like him um and then i think yeah harry gets called to dumbledore's office we learn a little bit about phoenix fox the phoenix mm-hmm. i wrote speak up dumbledore, dumbledore. really <laughs> fucking whispers whispering man. the sexual predator hat I, is back I, <laughs> the sexual predator starting hat is in in the wings be in your bonnet potter <laughs> <laughs> I hate the sorting. Yeah, um, yeah. Dumbledore really annoyed me in this one. He just like wasn't speaking. I was so I was celebrating by the like, end of the movie that he was not going to be in again. Yeah, yeah. So R.I.P. Richard Harris. But we don't watch. We didn't watch in the rest of the series. He he just like I'm just thinking of the later movies. He would never be able to just emotional range. <laughs> like he, he yeah, he has nothing. one mood. Pretty he has much, one mood, which is like wise and nostalgic. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I said, we learned a little bit about Fox. Uh, then we get into the polyjuice transformation scene. They drink the polyjuice potion, which looks disgusting. Uh, Harry and uh, Ron turn into Crab and Goyle. Hermione is supposed to turn into Millicent Bolstrode. And did you think that the cupcakes that um, Hermione filled with sleeping potion looked so good? 
You're obsessed with like picking out a <laughs> baked like good in these the movies. movies. They uh, yeah, good. they did look good. I remember they as a were kid, just I was floating, like, oh, but so you would think as like a wizard, you'd be like, oh, that seems suspicious. But oh yeah. Stupid, well, so. but no, but like there's floating shit everywhere at Hogwarts. I guess. I, I, I just they are hate, very stupid. And this is something I hate about all of the movies is that why do their voices? Like you're telling me their voices don't transform when they take the fucking potion. That is really wouldn't your vocal to me. Ch- ch- vocal cords change? Yeah, if you're literally completely mm-hmm. okay, and that doesn't make sense because it doesn't hold up for the fourth I movie. Think when... in the book it doesn't do that either. Then why is what's his face? Oh, like... Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> yeah, Mad Eye Moody's a full Good character point. actor. Maybe there's some sort of other spell you can do to change your voice. But Who yeah, knows? that always annoys me because I'm like, you're not gonna fool anyone with that. That's gonna have okay. to be ironed out in a rereading of the books whether they talk about that or not. Um, so they 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 hang out with Malfoy, but they really don't find out anything except for the fact that yeah. the Chamber of Secrets was opened fifty years ago and a mudblood died. That's all they find. It out. was really it short. Was the most it was a short, pointless, scene. like scheme that they ever had. So they get back, they find out that uh, Hermione turns into a cat. Yeah, which was that was also know, just quickly brushed under the rug. Pretty uh, brushed under the rug. She kind of goes away, uh, and then we. Uh, find out that somebody threw a diary at, at uh, Moaning Myrtle. Uh, Harry gets it, and then he's investigating. He gets it's uh, the diary of Tom Riddle. He gets thrown in the past fifty years ago. Uh, Hagrid, young Hagrid looked weird. I think it was like the same actor, but they weren't closing in on his face. Like I think it was the, the haircut was so. No, creepy. I think they just used the same actor and then did it from far away, so you couldn't really tell. Okay, but we yeah. all know that Riddle can fuck. Riddles? Tom Riddle? Was Riddle like 30 in this? He's like hot. he was he was old. <laughs> um so basically we were we're the where the impression we get is that Hagrid had this had the monster. He opened the chamber of secrets. Um and uh that's like that's that's the reason why, right? Uh Quidditch gets canceled, the diary gets stolen, Hagrid or Harry can't find it, his his uh dorm room is trashed, uh, and then Quidditch gets canceled because um well Hermione got petrified yeah that's coming up um I think just a lot of people are getting petrified yeah basically that it's just not safe at the school (laughs) I also had another comment on uh the the flashback scene to the 50 years ago Dumbledore looked exactly the same just with a shorter beard (laughs) yeah (laughs) I like that he always sees through Tom Riddle oh yeah you trying to tell me something Tom um, but yeah, Hermione gets petrified and then they go to visit Hagrid because once they find this out, like, oh, why don't we just talk to Hagrid? And uh, they're in the invisibility cloak and Hagrid and Dumbledore get removed because of the attacks. And we learn that uh, Hagrid never opened the chamber once we go to visit Aragorn. Well, I just want to stop and say that I love no. that these grown men are basically like telling these 12 year olds to just basically solve it for them because they're like oh if you go here Mm -hmm. you'll do this it's like so you want them to take care of it like okay yeah like well they kind of go over that in the seventh movie like albus's brother uh aberforth i think Mm -hmm. his name is he's like you know literally dumbledore like sent you to just fucking risk your life to like do everything for him right he's like oh well i love dumbledore um (laughs) but what did we think of the wax figure of hermione being petrified I just it looked it. gross. Yeah, I just I didn't like it. And also, it seemed like throughout the entire movie, the staff just did nothing to stop these attacks. That's what I mean. Like every, all the adults were they useless. They would just be like, "What do we do?" <laughs> it's like you guys are like the best wizards. Like go fucking figure something out. Oh, yeah, get Snape in there or something. I guess. I, don't know. I guess since they just nobody can speak parcel tongue, there's really just nothing they can do. But like Dumbledore, what are you doing? Yeah, Dumbledore like, could have done something. Hagrid says that like without Dumbledore, there's gonna be killings. Like what has he done so far? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's incompetent adults. The only reason they haven't gotten petrified or haven't gotten killed is because they like like lucky coincidences. It's like the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> a failure of administration. <laughs> a failure in leadership. Does Hagrid have a bedroom in that hut? I actually was thinking about that. I was like, oh, it's so cute. But I'm like, where does everything where go? Where does he sleep? Like, where does he go to the bathroom? <laughs> where does Hagrid shit? <laughs> Stop. Did you know that wizards did? <laughs> so there is this Stop. thing. Okay, so. So there's blue this... humor or whatever the fuck I hate this. Oh, people make so, shit jokes. So um, <laughs> no, it's just funny that her Hermi- or that J.K. Rowling. There's this website called Pottermore, which is like a it's like almost like an expanded fandom u- yeah fandom website, yeah. expanded universe website, and like J.K. Rowling randomly said that like wizards apparently used to shit themselves and just use. <laughs> <laughs> and just use a spell to like make it go away but then for some reason they just adopted bathrooms like we didn't need to know that we never needed to she know loves that. to do a, a retrospective yeah, fact like she mm, loves dumbledore that. was actually gay <laughs> dumbledore was gay um no so uh again lucius is an absolute savage in that scene he's like this is a house <laughs> like, I know. He's, he's like a, a campy i love him he's yeah. very he's, he's basically doing- like he's like oh mudbloods are gonna die that's terrible like he's just the best he's just on a unapologetically an asshole uh so then they go see aragog in the forest I mean, aragog. <laughs> aragog um it was fine. I mean, I mean, again, I'm like, why did you send these boys to the to I, these killing spiders? I, I like the fact that use they use like practical effects to do Aragog, like a big ass fucking real mechanical spider. Oh, that's what it was. I mean, it was real. What do you mean? What do you think it was? I thought it was CGI or oh, something. Oh no, Aragog was know. a real spider. Well, Definitely. not a real spider, well, yeah, but a mechanical like, spider. Yeah, <laughs> at least I'm pretty sure the the rest of the spiders were CGI, yeah. except for the one that like attacks Ron and is like around his fucking. <laughs> um, throat so they get out because the uh the car saves them the Stupid wild car. car where does it go though after it i was hangs like, out in the forest it? i think i don't go? know why okay. where it goes uh so then they go to see hermione in the hospital wing they find these notes in her cold dead hand uh explaining what the basilisk is why everyone was petrified is because they didn't look it straight in the eye they looked through like another substance or a reflection so they were um they were pretty much just petrified they didn't get the full blast of the basilisk eyes uh and then we find out that Ginny was taken into the chamber of secrets it's written on blood and the professors basically say hey gildra why don't you go down there and help and find you know you Again, said you knew about the- <laughs> what would they have the full staff there and they know that he's incompetent they're like why don't you go do it well, I think it's because their other option, like they were just going to send everybody home, I guess. I don't know. It was very stupid. Like I said, like the, the, the professors do nothing. I, I'd, I'd be interested to read the book again to see like what they did. I would assume, I don't think they did do anything. Yeah. Um. So Harry and Ron go to Gildroy's office to like basically tell him what they know, help him prepare. And then they find out he's a fraud. They take him by, they take him basically by force mm-hmm. with, with their wands. Um, and they talk to Myrtle about the time uh she dies yeah and they find out that she was the girl that the mudblood that died and they find their way at the entrance in the chamber of secrets is in that bathroom a couple like notes i found in this i feel like daniel radcliffe seems to breathe very heavily in this movie <laughs> i didn't notice that during at the all, scenes okay. where he's like Maybe explaining he's doing a lot of action when they're doing the scenes where he was explaining like to ron what the basis was he's like ah, ah. i like, just breathing <laughs> okay. in the mic the entire time i hated that um Filch really is a greasy slime ball. I just like remember showing him. And I wrote, did you know that wizards used to shit themselves? Okay. Um, so they drop down into the underground pipes. 
uh, of course, uh, Gilroy tries to like, uh, I think you do a memory charm on yeah. both of them, which he's done to all the wizards that he's basically taken their accomplishments and the, he uses Ron's wand. It backfires on him. He forgets like he's wizard, who he is, etc. It causes like a massive, like rock pile in between Ron and Harry. Yeah. And of course it gets good for Harry's hero complex. So he gets to go save Ginny himself. So he finds out Ginny did all of this. Uh, she did everything. She she has put the blood messages on the wall. She what she do? Trash his dorm room. Yeah. She she was behind Open everything because she was possessed by Tom Riddle's diaries. Mm-hmm. Tom comes out. He's like kind of like human form, I guess, uh, and just talking shit to um, to Harry. He's supposed to be a third year student, I think, but yeah, he looks like he's twenty five. And then we see. Uh, J.K. Rowling's amazing use of anagrams with Tom Marvel Riddle. Yeah, I'm glad that I she figured Lord out how Voldemort. to rearrange the letters for that. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that kind of looked bad was like the big ass statue of Salazar Slytherin. I think it looked kind of cheesy. The, I, the Basilisk is creepy. Basilisk looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Um, then like the fucking fox just brings him the sorting hat. He's like, here's the sorting hat. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know what's reason, but like at the time, like I would be Harry, be like, what? I, the why fuck? didn't it talk during that? <laughs> yeah, and then um, of course, because Riddle takes uh, Harry's wand, um, so he has like nothing to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So calls out the basilisk. Fox digs out its eyes. Uh, Harry is just basically running around to escape the basilisk, and then he gets the, the sword of Godric Gryffindor out of the hat. The, the amount of times that Harry swings this sword so haphazardly. He's 12. <laughs> I know, but like, dude, like it's, it was so bad. Um, and then he, he stabs it through the, the thing I was confused about is again, we are in a situation where a wizard has a wand and they want to kill Harry. They never, they kill don't him. kill her. They're like, well, me, <laughs> they let, never instead of using Avada Kedavra, I'm just going to use this Summon basilisk. This giant basilisk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like fox like well, gouging out its eyes very bloody for very PG. gross but like i mean realistically if the bass looks is like basically the same thing as about a cadaver if there was no fox he would be dead instantly just gonna yeah. look at him in the eye true um or you just eat him so i mean i get it but yeah i don't get why anyone just doesn't use the actual fucking killing curse so he kills the basilisk he kills the diary with the basilisk fang uh fox fixes his wound with his healing powers they get out of there um, no way that Fox could carry all of them. No, he can carry enormous loads. That's <laughs> that's a okay, Dumbledore well, said. Whatever. Um, and then of, this is where I wrote: Dumbledore really cannot speak above a whisper because in this scene, he's again, he's like, "What is different between you and Voldemort?" Yeah, I wrote: "I'm ready to leave old Dumbledore behind." <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah he served. was really annoying. Um, and then Lucius comes in out of nowhere. There's like a very interesting light above his eyes like throughout the dialogue in the in the office I, didn't, like, I don't think i noticed that he just like has a light in front of his eyes like a very strange um like sunlight in front of his eyes into the in front of the uh, entire scene so dobby's with him harry thinks so oh he finds out that he well he knew he knew from previously that you know as long as he uh, gives his master gives a piece of clothing to Dobby. He is free, mm-hmm. so he puts he puts a piece of clothing in the diary that basically Lucius snuck into Ginny Weasley's uh, cauldron in the beginning of the year, yeah. and he gives it to Lucius, who then gives it to Dobby, and then frees 
uh, Dobby. And then <laughs> Lucius straight up was about to kill Harry. He's like, a vile. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dobby, um, Dobby saves him, and that's that's pretty much the end. I mean, they do Hagrid comes back from Azkaban, but that's really yeah, that's really about it. That's the end. No yeah. one really. <laughs> it's I feel like it's like the response to basically Harry and Ron, well Harry saving the whole school is just nobody cares. No one cares, and like he gets re-traumatized every movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean he has the worst luck every single year. Yeah. Nobody even gives a shit. They all still hate him. Yeah, like pretty much every year. Like not only just the Slytherins, like nobody gives them respect. That he deserves yeah so yeah that's pretty much it i mean did you give this a rating i didn't give it a rating I but i would rating. tell you i definitely liked it more than the first one, one watching it more than i have i realized i haven't watched this in a really long time because i forgot a lot of it i forgot like dobby was i, I for some reason conflate dobby with a third one for some i don't know why i don't know yeah he's definitely a second but movie guy yeah guy. so yeah, it was, i enjoyed it, it better than the first one i enjoyed it more than number one um but I might move it up my list I, once we watch them all. It could be up farther on my list than I it would have anticipated. We'll see. But it was good. Um, so, yeah, that's going to include episode 17. Uh, next time you listen to us, we're going to be doing a Devil Wears, Wears Prada, Prada review. But the next Thursday episode will be Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, <laughs> which I am excited to talk about that yeah. one. Uh, but please remember, rate, subscribe, review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy the podcast, let us know on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find those links in the bio of this episode. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Let us know if you have any feedback, You know what you want to see us review. We're definitely open to suggestions. Uh, but we will see you on Monday. Thanks, everyone. Bye.